0: In our today's episode, we have Dr. Ivo Smisloni. Ivo is a business consultant with a strong academic background in the psychology of creativity and tacit knowledge management, as well as an impressive track record of co-creative collaborations with major contemporary artists and designers. Serving his inner drive, Ivo successfully helps organizations to redesign their culture. Ivo, welcome, uh, very hello nice service. to have
1: you here. Hello, thank you for having me.
0: So, uh, Ivo, we had the previous conversations uh, before we jump in this episode. Uh, there are a lot of interesting things that uh, you are doing uh, according to the cultural design. So, um, normally this is the topic of our today's episode and uh, there are a lot of interesting things that I was really waiting for to discuss with you Mm. and of course to share all this uh, knowledge and experience you have with uh, our audience Mm. so uh, before we start uh, I would suggest to drop us a bit of your background I mean uh, where were you before uh, you come up with the idea and uh, uh, framework of cultural design yeah uh, well
1: this is a complicated story because you know um, I've been working for many years uh, as academic researcher I've been doing my PhD it was 10 years ago in the field of um, of cognitive science and methodology of science uh but you know i have earlier story i mean not to you know t- talking this all because it's boring to our mm-hmm. audience i i have to say that looking backwards i see everything i was doing in my life was perpetuated by curiosity and the real engagement the experience of mm-hmm. indwelling into a topic into a domain a field uh, that is engaging and into relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I that came to me only you know a couple years ago that in fact, my driver through all these years were people, leaders, mm-hmm. real, real leaders i I was uh, I was happy to meet in the past. so so I think this is the most important answer now. I've been doing really many, many stuff i be, I was doing this this academia work. I've been teaching for years. I love to teach. I love to, you know, to have seminars, to have workshops. Now I, for the last seven years, I'm doing workshops with business. Mm-hmm. I help uh, companies to transform uh, their cl- culture uh, and relationships. Um, and that will bring us to the answer, what is cultural design? But uh, let, let, let me postpone a minute. Uh, and for almost six years I've been doing, after my PhD was done, I've been working with artists and designers in the field of contemporary art and design. And I have to say it was extremely um, experimental art and design. So it, it was not about decorative stuff, more mm-hmm. about experiments, processes, taking risks. And I met really tremendous people out there in this field. And I learned a lot about creativity in making a process Mm -hmm. and, you know, from from perspective on my uh, earlier studies uh, that I was doing in the field of academia. So from perspective of my academic research, from perspective of uh, epistemology and cognitive science, you know, uh, when I was working on my PhD, the topic was tacit knowledge, idea of tacit knowledge, the question of how um, scientific discovery is possible, what is creativity in science, what is creative creativity from um, a psychological standpoint mm-hmm. and then this experience of working with designers, best polish and really best international designers and artists for all these six years that gave me the insights how these theories, how these uh, you know academic background fits into reality and then it was something like, something like 2016 so about six or even seven years ago i naturally moved into projects uh, into in the business domain so i start i started doing design workshops service design projects um with with business companies mm-hmm. and this is what i am doing you know mostly for 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 last uh, for last seven years and there is a lot of stuff behind earlier i was working with um, social entrepreneurs mm-hmm. uh yeah, i was i've been studying many different you know uh, topics uh, for many years so i've been studying uh, law and administration i am you know technic i have this diploma in law and administration i've been studying history of art so so uh, let like to sum it up the, the 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 core of my development was was this strive for fascinating stuff, but mm-hmm. first and foremost, doing stuff with fascinating people. And that nice. led me to the place where I'm in right now. You Amazing.
0: these um, unique experiences and uh, definitely a great um, journey uh, that brought you here. So, uh, Ivo, uh, we are talking about cultural design. So, what is that we call it? Cultural design and how yeah. it relates to change management.
1: I still, I still, you know, I'm struggling how to call properly mm-hmm. the things I am doing for for years. All right, and and you know, in English it sounds better than uh, when I try to to call it in Polish, because uh-huh. cultural design, you know, um, it is it sells the very process I am doing. Earlier I used to, to, to call it uh, change design mm-hmm. uh, but yeah it relates to, to, to design management uh, sorry to, to change management, but it brings this um, designer's uh, experience and designer's approach mm-hmm. which uh, uh, enforces or presupposes co-creative mm-hmm. uh, co-creative um, processes. So you do not manage change, mm-hmm. but you engage people. You engage um, uh, stakeholders, you, mm-hmm. you search for stakeholders that will be affected by change and to mm-hmm. try to engage them into a process that is, as in design, mostly a process of discovery. So uh, I believe that each and every organization needs a different culture. This is my mm-hmm. you know strong conviction after what I learned, what I read about it and what I experienced, so you cannot copy-paste any ready-made solutions. This is sometimes an expectation from business companies Mm -hmm. that come to us and bring us innovation that is well-proven already, yeah? (laughs) And this is, you know, I call it a 20th century approach. So this is something really out of date today. Mm -hmm. I believe that each and every company needs a different culture, uh, has different... Um, has different place in uh, in environments in, mm-hmm. in 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 economy. Uh, has different uh, value proposition to clients, and therefore you have to design. You have to discover what it is, name it, pinpoint it, mm-hmm. engage as many stakeholders as you can discover and and you know uh, put one, on, on one board together, and then discover. A proper direction for the certain company so i believe that 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 um, culture design or change design are mm-hmm. right names
0: for it yeah you know? all right all right makes sense so um what is the most um uh, what, what are, let, let's say on a different way what artists and uh, designers mm. and scientists share in common with uh, business entrepreneurs what uh, we should learn from you know, the be- world of permanent change
1: yeah, for me, it's that's so obvious that it's really hard to explain uh, because I've been working with all these people throughout the years. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it took me, in fact, if I'm 44 right now, so it took me over 20 years already to work with social entrepreneurs, with scientists and great scientists, mm-hmm. not only, you know, local, but international scientists. I had this privilege, I had this, you know, opportunity and then artists, uh, designers, I've been doing um, many um, artistic projects, exhibitions, I've been uh, writing a lot about art, I I really got to know them very well Mm -hmm. and then for the last seven years I'm working with business leaders and what they all have in common is this Mm -hmm. very very distinctive way of uh, thinking, very distinctive way of uh, approaching reality, and I see no differences from practical point, you know, between uh, business visionary that takes risks, because this is a distinctive pattern for me, taking risk risks okay. in field of, of, of business, and artists taking risks in field of, of contemporary art, and mm-hmm. designer and, and social entrepreneur uh, taking risks, then curiosity. Uh, inner drive. So we call it passion. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, this all features, this is from, you know, practical, uh, empirical, you can say, so something mm-hmm. you can touch and feel. But then you have um, uh, this this um, uh, cognitive science, also um, uh, cognitivistic perspective. I know this from my previous research. I've been doing this research for many years over tacit knowledge processes, tacit, tacit knowledge management, uh, that refers to ideas of know-how, knowledge by acquaintance, embodied knowledge, and processes of creativity within science. So I know mm-hmm. from theories, from theories that are built upon experiments, mm-hmm. this is huge, you know, tradition of cognitive science in 20th century, what creativity really is, how our brain works in creative processes. Okay. So this is not only the experience of passionate people that are honest, that are humane, that are engaged and truly engaged. That is very deep, personal, uh, humane experience in, 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 in each of this fields. But also I have this background that makes me understand this on a theoretical level and right. build a model and facilitate the process according to the model. So, this is what I'm basically doing. Yeah? We call it sometimes design thinking. Yeah, Design thinking. This is old fashioned, I mean, you know, pauperized term already. Mm-hmm. But design thinking this is basically a way of thinking that goes according to certain typical stages. By the way, I believe in this uh, at this level of you know, general talk, I believe in this so called double diamond model if you want to google it so let's try to google double diamond model and analyze the double diamond model of design thinking Mm -hmm. but you know you have this very same process in field of uh, scientific discovery very the same process and then you think you 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 you, you take it and look at the process of uh of, of business visionary of 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 you know startup for example or or you know uh, i I used to work a lot recently with sales and with marketing so if you Mm -hmm. try to design marketing campaign or if you want to design new feature of your product or improve your service then Mm -hmm. you need to go through this very same process of gathering information gathering data avoiding to jump to conclusion drawing you know uh, your insights then construct a hypothesis and then tested it, tested it, tested it, tested so so for me uh, it's so obvious that all these domains all this mm-hmm. all this all this uh, people are doing basically the same you know i i have, i have this quotation i heard once that if you asked if you would ask uh, da vinci what mm-hmm. he's doing uh, and then he would be very surprised to hear that when he's constructing helicopters or doing you know science that he's doing something basically different to uh, to, to, to to painting mona lisa right okay. so 500 years ago there was no this that there was the uh, in in our culture that was something uh, indwelt and mm-hmm. obvious that creativity can go in many different spheres many different matters yeah and it was detached later on. So today we see science and something completely different than, uh, than or business, than, than, than arts, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's not. When you look at the, uh, at the, at the uh, from the lens of process, from the lens of experience, it's basically doing the same thing, although in different matter, in different matter, in business, oh. this is matter of people's relationships, uh, people's drives, uh, needs um, ambitions, and you know all this economical strategy, that economy des- describes yeah mm-hmm. in in design there's this also the matter of of object the matter of but also matter of matter of users' needs and so on so yeah let's let's let me stop here because it's really hard for me to to analyze it further It's so obvious mm-hmm. you know when you meet even a pianist you know when pianist creates uh-huh. improvisation, I love them here to kid Jarrett, Google how kid Jarrett talks about music, you know, okay. and he starts with, you know, you cannot talk about music because music is something different than talking. You cannot talk about music. You cannot talk about paint, painting. You cannot talk about business because doing business is something di- different than talking about business. But if you look at the processes, mm-hmm. all these people are doing the very same things and ma- motivated, but the very same drives, although in different matters.
0: All right. That's quite interesting and uh, unique perspective, I could, uh, I could say. What is the most stunning lesson you have learned when helping organizations to redesign their culture?
1: Okay. The most stunning thing I learned in recent years is that our skills,
0: mm-hmm.
1: our creativity, our mm, curiosity, our, our motivation mm-hmm. is relational. I mean, it. Well, we are working in the networks, in grids, in social grids. So uh, when you think about self-development, mm-hmm. we are learned to think about ourselves. I need to acquire new skill. I need to learn something new. And we forget that this learning comes with interaction. And my improvement will come only if I engage, if I will engage and will be supported by people around me. So if you need to uh, think about contemporary organizations, how they need to change in this world of permanent change, whatever mm-hmm. we call it, is the biggest lesson I have learned is to think about them. These organizations are as communities, mm-hmm. as environments, All right. not as you know groups of singular people anymore. And mm-hmm. there is a huge, you know, literature about it. We have learned a lot through, you know, contemporary authors and researchers like Ami Edmondson, like Google, Aristotle Projects. Uh, Brené Brown is talking about it. Simon Sinek is talking about it. Adam Grant is talking and, and 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 studying about it. So we know this. We know this from huge amounts of facts that we are as strong as individuals, as we are strong with, within our communities and. Mm-hmm. And and every organization is community, and what makes these organizations weak is uh, rival- rivalry between people, mm-hmm. is you know lack of trust. Lack- mm-hmm. We say lack of communication. That communication is queen of all competencies. I don't believe that communication comes from relationships, mm-hmm. and so this is other thing I learned, that you cannot fix communication if you want fix relationships. If you want okay. fix relationships, and. You can fix relationships only with experiences that Brenner Brown co- calls uh, calls um, uh, vulnerability. Yeah. So if you get vulnerable as human beings, so if you start to dig into your human aspects, those things that makes us human, that makes us different from machines, and that brings us to the other other part of our topic, how culture design relates to human skills, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I, I really like to, to you know, to, 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 to f- summarize, to end up this, this, this um, part of, 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 of this conversation that human skills come and thrives tr- on interactions. And if you want to create advantages in your business area next mm-hmm. to your competition, you need to invest in human skills, but that means that you need to invest in relationships in its so, system so, with equal culture. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Uh, let's um, let's give a try to um, describe as a, an example, because uh, previously you referred to the uh, to the marketing department. Let's say how mm-hmm. um, how your job uh, looks like when you have to work with the marketing department according to uh, to design right. or on or on to redesign procedures,
1: ideas, campaigns, or whatever. Yeah, okay. I had a recently this uh, pl- interesting pleasure of working with one of the uh, biggest uh, e-commerce um, companies that, in fact, serves other e-commerce companies, so meta e-commerce companies. Mm-hmm. And they were uh, consulting with me, and head of their marketing was consulting with me on workshop they uh, was planning. They were planning to have with a huge client, you know, very important client. Mm-hmm. And the workshop was, you know, a, a bit a mess in planning because every important figure in their organization wanted to take part in this workshop. Okay. So they had all, you know, high management in the workshop. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, fifteen people, uh, and you cannot refuse any of those. Yeah. And on the other hand, you had about ten people from client side, so you had twenty-five people. This is a huge crowd for a workshop, and there it was this tension that they were so eager to sell them their services. Mm-hmm. And what I was trying to convince it, and when I when I when I when I managed to convince them, is to if to to cancel all selling. So. This is the basic. uh, This is is the basis of entrepreneurial selling. You do not sell. You build relationship. You Mm -hmm. co-create solutions with your clients Mm -hmm. by discovering their problems, their 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 struggles, and in order to do that, you have to build relationships. You have to uh, make them comfortable with you okay. you make to make your client trust you so you cannot push anything if mm-hmm. even if you want to sell and what we managed to do was to create this you know to use the 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 the, the first impression and the first uh, welcoming uh, situation mm-hmm. uh, not as a chance to you know to 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 push any sales but as a chance to talk about private stuff in fact you know this was the only thing the only recommendation or not the only but the core recommendation i was really trying to convince them and i've and and, and, and i managed to convince them talk about the private stuff with mm-hmm. those people to make them uh, trust you Obviously, not everyone wants to talk about private stuff. No, so no, not everyone is comfortable with being this, you know, uncomfortable in the situation. Mm-hmm. So not everyone is ready to get vulnerable in, 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 in business situations. But they were lucky enough to have these people on the meeting. And the workshop that followed next day was extremely, extremely successful because, you know, they got, got rid of all this tension, you mm-hmm. know, all this tension all this, you know, high up, uh, high up, uh, you know, faces and, and, you know, uh, stiff backbones um, <laughs> and, and, you know, just talk about, you know, what problems do you have with us, with mm-hmm. our service, with our competition, with yourself. And then uh, if you know this about your client, then you have what, and, and then you can really help them. And if okay. you will help them, at the end, they will probably come to you uh, for your solution that that happened in the result. Mm-hmm. But you know, in this approach, we call it social. Um, we call it we call it entrepreneurial selling. But in this mm-hmm. approach, you do not sell your solution. Uh, sale is result of co creation. Sale is result uh, of the process, and it's extremely effective. But sometimes to do that, you have to. You know, uh, restrain yourself from selling. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I know uh, one uh, one, um, uh, head of sales department, Mm -hmm. uh, a company that sells machines, very expensive machines for production that are worth one million euro, euro, or uh, some are worth 20,000 to 200,000 euros and so on. So they are selling machines. And he told me this privately, you know, I didn't know I was doing this entrepreneurial selling because I used to um, convincing my client not to buy my machine to go Mm -hmm. to competition because uh, he is head of sales. So he is responsible for sales in his company. Mm -hmm. But he was building such relationship with his clients spontaneously that he was advising them to buy better suited for their company machine in competition shop and and in the result of that their clients were coming back for more advisory mm-hmm. and they were you know recommending this 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 this, this company as a reliable partner yeah okay. and this is something we are we are we are you know we are facing nowadays i believe in this VUCA world that's you know traditional i call it once again 20th century business models when it was so obvious that the, the goal of business is to, you know, grow your market share, you know, uh, grow your, your revenue or whatever. And you are a good businessman if you do that. Mm-hmm. Now get obsolete. Now the, 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 the goals and the, the values you are fighting for is um, your reputation, loyalty of your business clients, it goes the same with, with B2C sector loyalty and 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 um, engagement of your employees mm-hmm. and these are you know those advantages that you can build upon in this turbulent environment so so sales and revenues are results are you know outcomes of this mm-hmm. approach and it sounds easy and it sounds reasonable. But okay. it's extremely different to implement. Extremely different to implement because it um, it affects every level of management, mm-hmm. uh, not only in uh, in in the in terms of hierarchy, but also in terms of what do you measure, okay. and what do you want to promote in your organization? What uh, what what behaviors you want to promote in your organization? Mm-hmm. So it's it's very complex in implementation. This makes uh, uh, you know change management so hard okay. because it's really really you need to face a great inertia we've been doing this all my all, all, all years and we have this uh, you know, expert knowledge how to deal with our clients and we know mm-hmm. what works best and we are promoted for selling as sales force not from building relations how do you measure relationships yeah you can do okay. that, but it's difficult. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, so, I, so these are the two examples I had recently, but, you know, I have much more. I mean, what I also learned when it comes not only to mar- that if, if you ask me about marketing, I immediately turn into selling because today this relationship between marketed, marketing and sales is redefined. And mm-hmm. if you take this, this uh, entrepreneurial selling approach, uh the, the conclusion is that marketing has to cooperate in teams with mm-hmm. sales force so you do not sell anymore being one one man show having you know uh, you know a, a guy that that is for sale
0: mm-hmm.
1: so uh, your sales sales force and uh, he has to cooperate with your designers with your uh, business analysts with mm-hmm. uh, external experts and with your de- marketing department. And yep. marketing department, de- department is not anymore about inventing how to, you know, push your, <laughs> push your products into market, but how to pull your clients, so this pull marketing strategy, mm-hmm. uh, by, you know, creating interesting stuff and discovering what they what they need what their client need. your client okay. needs your salespeople need to learn how to discover your client's needs they mm-hmm. start being researchers so how to promote that how to you know um, change the old fashioned attitude when you have you know a sales sales salespeople that are forty five or fifty five or thirty five And they learned to do that in in, in 10, 15 or 20 years, you know. So this is is so tough. So my conclusion is I do not believe and I, I would like to be wrong. But after, you know, some experiences throughout the seven years I had, I don't believe in change without real engagement of highest authorities in an organization. Because you can convince uh, operational people, you can convince mm-hmm. you know middle management very quickly, but they mm-hmm. will be looking up into their peers, not only into their peers but also into their superiors. Mm-hmm. And uh, but secondly, they you need to change metrics. Then you need to change uh, values. That means what do you promote? Okay. What behaviors you promote? And this is tough. And this is tough because it brings short term. Um, uh, short-term crisis, mostly. Mm-hmm. So another thing is to, uh, to to switch your mind into this what into this perspective that Simon Sinek calls infinite mindset, right? Yeah. So when do you expect your revenue? I mean, not revenue, but what is your return of investment? Mm-hmm. How do you define return of your investment? Okay. Is it uh, you know basic revenue? Or is it clients' loyalty, or mm-hmm. your employees' engagement? Is it? it, it Where do you expect it to have it in one year time, in a quarter, or in two, three years in down the road? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so these are questions that we are have to, to to ask nowadays when it comes to change processes, when it comes to when it comes to change management. And these questions make these processes so hard because okay. they, they they go against the basics of what business has been taught uh, for for some decades ago so what Mm -hmm. business people have been taught in business and management studies for example and what was awarded later on by the business practice
0: right how all these uh, quite interesting things that uh, Mm -hmm. you brought up to the light are affected by vuca yeah, I, I again, <laughs>
1: uh, VUCA or BUNNY or wrapped or whatever you call it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: are just, you know, these labels, you know, are mm-hmm. just names. And there is a danger in labeling the experience of permanent change. Okay. The danger, it comes from this illusion that mm-hmm. if we understand what VUCA is, uh, if we understand what bani is what's the difference between wuka and bani yeah mm-hmm. then we are somehow ready to tackle with world of permanent change so we can you know mm-hmm. sit and wait <laughs> yeah because we know <laughs> i had this experience uh, shortly before pandemics mm-hmm. there was uh, a a pharmaceutical company that wanted me to run a creativity workshop. You know, I hate this because they do not have a clue what creativity is. They expect, Mm -hmm. you know, that after two day workshop, they will come out with a great uh, new Mm products. And this is their benchmark for creativity, which is absurd. This is, which is just ignorant. Yeah. But anyway, I talked with them a, a, a while about what we can deliver. Mm -hmm. and we are just you know mentioned the the topic of VUCA time and VUCA world and uh, the the, the head of this this company told me yes yes we had it already we know what that is and you know two weeks ago uh, two two weeks later uh, lockdown came and and you know, and they were so unprepared for this lockdown, they didn't they couldn't even manage to have a remote workshop because they mm-hmm. weren't prepared to, to work online. So so yes, they had a workshop, they paid for a workshop at VUCA time. And and for me, this is this is the basic one of things I learned, and one of the things I believe we need to uh, to constantly remind ourselves that this narrative about VUCA or Bunny or Rapt it it is important because it 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 gives us insights but it is a long way uh, between this narrative and the skills that we need to develop in ourselves as, as individuals individuals mm-hmm. and in ourselves as companies that make us really prepare for, for this uh, for this experience of permanent change. I could uh, and what's interesting is that the most effective approaches do not use this terminology at all. I mean mm-hmm. I know um, a company uh, in uh, in Poland the, 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 um, uh, they have headquarters in Poland but this is international company and uh, a guy that is managing this company for for this part of Europe. Uh, Łukasz Shimola, uh, the company name is Trade Doubler. And Wukash made a terrific transformation mm-hmm. that resulted in enormous, enormous um, spectacular outcomes. Mm-hmm. Also in terms of, you know, this old-fashioned revenues and, yeah. you know, NPS and everything. Mm-hmm. But what he did was three-year-long um, group therapy for 50 people. And Mm -hmm. he says that explicitly. It was a group therapy. Mm -hmm. So building relationships with yourself, with your peers, and uh, redefining your attitude of manager that will Mm -hmm. turn you into a servant leader. But he didn't use in any time uh, any of these terms. So he wasn't talking about, let's make us prepare for VUCA time. Let's make us prepare for, um, let's make us more resilient. Let's make us more agile. Let's make us, you know, a teal company or holocracy or whatever. This is all, you know, crap, because mm-hmm. what uh, reality and practice and this experience is something different uh, than these narratives. And what he wh- what he made is, you know, he asked his people, "What do you what do you expect from this company?" And they told, you know, Lukas, we want to earn more and work less. Okay. Let's 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 try it. Let's let's st- start to figure out what we need to do in order to earn more and work less. And they were doing this for three years and they resulted in for, one of the things they managed to do is to reduce their working time to six hours a day. They right. just six hours a day and you can call it lean management. You can call it optimization. You can call it whatever you want. But it is not plug and play solution. It is very tough process. Of working over your relationships your so-called soft skills i hate this term soft skills because it's Mm -hmm. really you know reductive reductive if you if you ask yourself what is the toughest thing you do in your life these are the so-called soft skills so you face your fragility you face your weaknesses you face you are facing your uncertainty Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: for god's sake you know vuca word is the experience of you don't know what to expect. You have to face the fact that we don't know, that there are no, you know, algorithms that will bring us to the better future. You know, and this, this is still embedded, so embedded in, you know, in our culture. You know, this figure, I love, you know, popular culture because it's, mm, the, it screens our mm-hmm. fantasies, our needs, our, and this is the, sec- the third part of Westworld and this is the the the, the 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 there is this guy played by Vincent Cassel who mm-hmm. is some sort of you know huge um, huge ceo of some you know futuristic omnipotential yeah, yeah, yeah. you know uh, computer company and he has this machine that uh, that's uh, analyzes everything that is to analyze in the world
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then uh, learns from this huge amount of data and then he keeps some plug in his ear all the time. And he is behaving all the time by the way that machine keeps telling him to do. (laughs) So so this is the best figure I can picture if you think about what we expect from machines. We believe that machines are most effective um, in predicting most efficient solutions, in predictive most probable futures. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. in fact, yes, they are doing this. But in voca time, future is improbable. So this is, this is the, the challenge nowadays. You know, I do not, I'm not against, uh, by any means, um, developing uh, digital transformation. But you have to seriously reconsider what are human skills that create, uh, by today, advantages in the world of machines. Mm-hmm. Because machine, at the end, is something you can buy If you have resources, I mean, if you have money, because resources are not only money and human skills is something you cannot buy this way. So Mm -hmm. the conclusion is business of future will be creating advantages, not only by buying uh, algorithms, but buying, you know, um, uh, automatizations, but also, and probably foremost, by investing in this so-called human factor. Mm -hmm. And we call it sometimes therefore future future skills uh, another example i can give very enlightening is experience of my niece uh she is uh, now 15 i believe okay. and um, so a daughter of my, my 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 sister it is a niece oh no? mm-hmm. anyway so 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 she she's related and she's quite young and she during pandemics uh she 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 wanted to join this Elon Musk school, which is called. I mean, this is not Elon Musk school, but there is a school founded by employees of uh, Tesla and SpaceX that is called Ad Astra. Uh, that is called yes At Astra. And they 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 during pandemics they made this online program which is called Synthesis, mm-hmm. and uh, this my, my niece she she managed to take part in this program so she mm-hmm. qualified into the program yeah as one of 80 kids from all over the world and they were uh they were trained by the very personnel that that teaches kids of you know this this company's employees and what she was and she was you know just you know make giving me relations uh and posts about what what she's doing mm-hmm. and at the from the very beginning no one was uh, presented and there were no in uh, no uh, rules about wh- how to behave and they so each and every kid uh, was uh, f- um left alone and then asked to create teams mm-hmm. and they were grouped uh, into teams and distincted by colors without um without uh, Presenting one to another, so Mm -hmm. they didn't know each other. This is important, and they were asked to compete as a team against Mm -hmm. five different teams in a game that, uh, which uh, the the rules of the game weren't explained. So you Mm -hmm. had to discover rules of a game. Yeah, you have to compete in, and and what they did. Uh, they had to learn how to communicate, how to interact, how to collaborate and compete in this game that was enigmatic, that was chaotic, that was unexplained, right? And the only thing that were, they were, the only hint that they were given were repeatedly telling uh, by these tutors, learn to cooperate and embrace chaos, Embrace chaos and learn to cooperate. These are skills for the future. Uh, embracing chaos, embracing ambiguity, we call it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, as an individual, uh, as organization, and learn to cooperate. Learn to create these relationships that will make you resilient. If you do not trust your peers, your coworkers, obviously mm-hmm. you are not resilient because right. information is getting lost somehow if you do not trust your superiors then obviously you won't uh, you will uh, um, deliver any imp- significant information because sometimes you will be afraid of telling about you know something that goes wrong mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so trust relationships and we can call it agile we can call it you know teal we can call yeah. it yeah, whatever you want, but this is something different than this experience uh, of being together, uh, sharing one common goal, being motivated and perpetuated by the thing you do, by the mm-hmm. you know importance of things you do, and mm-hmm. inspired by your leaders, right? Sure. So, so my my challenge uh, and pe- people who are doing this, you know, from from this standpoint as we are, I think the biggest challenge is to uh, repeatedly, from in many different ways, uh, implement this awareness and this mm-hmm. experience into organizations. And many organizations do that. So,
0: yeah. So great insights, especially the last uh, thing with uh, the Tesla school, or the, um, the Elon Musk school, it was something that I was not aware about. And I Syntesis, really you can Google it, the, the game uh, was implemented. So yeah. uh, quite nice information. <laughs> uh, Ivo, how someone can uh, find you? Where can someone find you? Oh,
1: for, for now, I'm just act- active on, on LinkedIn mostly. Okay. And uh, yeah, LinkedIn. So, uh, but in in the f- because now I'm also you know I have this position of of a head of HR in one huge comp- company for a year. Mm-hmm. I have a m- lot of you know irregular work because I'm doing a, a huge transformation for them, and I do not have much time for developing any new platforms. But I have this in mind for the future. That's uh, for, for for in. Probably next year I will I will develop some website uh, and uh, on this website I will deliver you know something I am doing for last you know dozen years I mean webinars workshops probably a podcast podcast as well mm-hmm. but but not not in 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 next months this is rather a project for the second part of this year so if you really like to to you know to to meet me and to co- converse with me about topics you like you you can surely find me through through linkedin this is so you know this is so global now i mean i feel like because we've met through linkedin right and and we didn't know each other earlier and we are doing this together and i you know this is this feeling uh, something that is also humane but Mm -hmm. it's mediated by technology which has its pros and cons but you know when i uh, when you ask me and i realize now who will be listening to this podcast you know mm-hmm. people i don't know but you it's know if, if if they feel attracted somehow this is also important you know to do things that you identify yourself with yeah, yeah. this is one of the skills so i do not like i don't I, I i never this is my statement i will never work with people i don't have the so-called chemistry yeah so yes. if you do not buy things I, I i believe in i talk about then please don't yeah and <laughs> but if you to feel attracted and inspired i i'm really eager to 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 talk to meet to participate in your projects in your podcast whatever because this is things these are things i'm thriving on
0: yeah awesome so ladies and gentlemen thank you for uh, being here for another VUCA leadership podcast that just ended uh that was Ivo and details and contacts of him, you can find down to the comments. Thank you. And we are talking soon with the next episode. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you.